Hello and welcome back to Indie Author Weekly. I'm your host, romantic comedy novelist and productivity strategist Sagan Morrow, and this is the podcast for indie authors, aspiring authors, and curious bookworms who want the inside scoop, tips and motivation, and behind-the-scenes journey of writing and self-publishing books. Now, have you ever wished you could get all the tips you need and the inside scoop you want in one place? Well, that is exactly what's happening on today's episode of Indie Author Weekly as a special celebration of our 100th episode. For our new and returning listeners, you can now get all Indie Author Weekly podcast episodes plus book and writing updates delivered directly to your inbox each week at saganmorrow.com slash behind the scenes. Link is in the show notes. Now, let's get into this episode of the Indie Author Weekly Podcast. Like I said, today is episode 100. Ah, this is so exciting. Yay us! Thank you so much for listening every week. You are fantastic. I have 100 tips for you today. Whether you are already an indie author, or you are an aspiring author, or if you are a curious bookworm. Each of those three groups are getting 33 tips each. Plus, our 100th tip is applicable for everyone. And regardless of which category you identify with, I think you're going to get some juicy goodness in all of these tips. So I recommend you tune into all of it. Starting with indie authors. Here are some accountability tips for staying on track with writing your novel. Tip number one, tell a supportive and encouraging person in your life that you are writing a book. Tip number two, talk to fellow authors. Ask each other how your books are coming along. Tip number three, create your book on Goodreads and include the date with it so that you have a plan for when you will publish your next book. You can see an example of this by searching Small Town Stilettos, my upcoming rom-com, on Goodreads. By the way, I will include everything I mentioned during today's episode in the show notes, so you can access all of the links, all of that, by checking out the show notes for this episode or visiting saganmorrow.com podcast. Tip number four. Book your cover designer, editor, and book formatter, all of those people in advance so that you have an actual deadline to meet for each of them. Tip number five, upload your beautiful new book cover to ebook platforms and Goodreads. Tip number six, hang out in online writer groups with friends who write the same genre as you. Tip number seven, Do online writing sessions with writer friends, regardless of their genre choice. The simple act of working with someone else and while they are watching you can make a huge difference. Tip number eight, announce on social media what your writing plan is for the day. Tip number nine, provide updates on social media after making your announcement. You can make this fun by including photos or a time-lapse video of you working. Tip number 10, participate in short story contests and challenges. Tune in to episode 97 of this Indie Author Weekly podcast to find out my experience with this. Tip number 11, 
commit to a date for when you will provide an early draft of your novel to beta readers and tell them when to expect it. Tip number 12, sign up for National Novel Writing Month or Camp NaNoWriMo and talk with hundreds of writers across the globe in those forums. Learn more about National Novel Writing Month and my tips for doing it in episodes 5 and 28 of this Indie Author Weekly podcast. Now, here are some editing tips for after you've completed that first draft or two. Tip number 13, read your work out loud. Tip number 14, print out your book and read through it that way, highlighting anything that doesn't seem quite right or anything that needs work as you go along. Tip number 15, choose one dictionary for the spelling of various words and stick to it. Tip number 16, choose one style guide and stick to it. You can create your own or use something like the Chicago Manual of Style. Tip number 17, run your book through Hemingway app to check what you might have missed, especially for adverbs, passive voice, and difficult sentences. Tip number 18, read your book on an e-reader. The different type of screen will help you catch major errors much more easily. Tip number 19. Use the Microsoft Word spell check. It's pretty good at catching typos for you. Tip number 20. Read sentences backward as a way of proofreading. Tip number 21. Do a search for commonly used words. You might not even realize that you've used the same word 20 times in one chapter, so this is a good practice to learn which words you automatically gravitate toward. Tip number 22. Give yourself a break away from your book so that you are reading and editing it with fresh eyes. Tip number 23. Reflect on what you are good at and what you are not good at with editing. If you have a tendency of overusing adverbs, or if you struggle with grammar, or if you often misspell words, then knowing what that is will ensure you pay more attention to it and therefore improve it. Tip number 24. Have your character Bible or previous books in the series handy to refer back to for consistency's sake between books. Tip number 25. Keep doing more rounds of edits until you do an entire read-through where you catch a maximum of one typo. That is when you know it's polished. Now, here are some marketing tips. Tip number 26, run a promotion with Fussy Librarian. It costs about $40 to $60 and provides a really good reach. Learn more about my experience with this in episode 78 of the Indie Author Weekly podcast. Tip number 27. Post photos or screenshots of juicy scenes from your book on social media. Tip number 28. Identify the key tropes of your book and talk those up. Tip number 29. Focus on a particular cliffhanger in your story and share about that. Perhaps it's at the end of a chapter. Tip number 30. Use Canva to create promo graphics for your book. You can see examples of graphics that I've made by searching hashtag polypassions on Twitter or Instagram. Tip number 31. 
provide behind the scenes extra details about your character in your author newsletter or on social media. Tip number 32, commit to mentioning your book and linking to it every day on social media for three or four weeks, and then check your ebook stats to see if it makes a difference in sales. Tip number 33, reach out to book bloggers and offer them a free copy of your book in exchange for a sincere review. There you go, indie authors. If you liked these, these tips, then please hop on over to the review section on Apple Podcasts and give Indie Author Weekly a five-star rating. Us indie authors are in this together, so by doing that simple act of rating and maybe even reviewing this podcast, you are making a world of difference for other indie authors who have yet to discover our Indie Author Weekly podcast. Thank you so much for rating Indie Author Weekly. You are awesome. Now, here are 33 more tips, and these are especially for aspiring authors. Starting with inspiration tips. Tip number 34, change your environment to get the creative juices flowing. Tip number 35, Use the writing meditation I made for you in episode 93 of this Indie Author Weekly podcast. Tip number 36. Read books about writing or listen to podcasts about it, like this one. I also recommend the Creative Pen podcast and the books Page Fright, On Writing, and The Word Detective. Tip number 37. Take an existing situation or conversation and ask yourself what could happen next or how things could take an interesting detour if a particular element, for example, the relationship between people, was different. Use that as a starting point for writing. Tip number 38. Make use of your current or past interests to see what can come out of it for writing inspiration. Tip number 39. Use the writing prompts from episode 79 of this Indie Author Weekly podcast to start writing your book. Tip number 40. Stop writing and instead start thinking about the story. Just spend some time daydreaming, daydreaming about your characters and the plot. You don't need to be sitting at the computer or holding a pen in your hand to get some incredible ideas for your work. Tip number 41. Use character situationals to get to know your character better. More on that in episode 17 of this Indie Author Weekly podcast. Tip number 42. Review what you are planning to include in a future chapter. Can you write a scene in an earlier chapter that alludes to what is going to happen later on? Tip number 43. Try dictating your story into a tape recorder rather than writing it. A different method of storytelling might be what you need to get an inspirational breakthrough. Tip number 44. Play with mind mapping as a tool to explore your story in more depth. Learn about how to use mind mapping for your book in episode 44 of this Indie Author Weekly podcast. Tip number 45. If you are really stuck for ideas and inspiration, See what can happen if you take a step away from the computer and do something mindless. 
like go for a walk or wash the dishes, because you might just get some of your best ideas when you are not trying to force it. Now, here are some book and story outlining tips. Tip number 46, map out a brief synopsis of the main plot of the book. Tip number 47, do a brain dump of all conceivable obstacles and events that could happen throughout the story or to your character. You don't need to include every idea, but just think of everything that could happen so that your ideas are on paper. Tip number 48, identify the major plot points, perhaps two to six across the course of your book. Tip number 49, place those at approximate points in a chapter outline. Tip number 50, fill in the rest of the chapter outline with a few ideas of what other things could take place in each chapter. Tip number 51, flesh out your complete chapter outline so that you have three events or scenes for every chapter. Tip number 52, use index cards or color-coded sticky notes with scene ideas on them so you can move them around and explore what the story could look like if different timelines or events occur along the way. Tip number 53, jot down notes about your character backstories to help you get a clearer idea of their pain points and what drives them. Tip number 54, stay focused on the end goal or purpose of your story. If you can distill it down into a single sentence or phrase and then stick that where you can easily see it, it will help you have clarity as you map out your ideas and vision. Now, here are some scheduling and time management tips. Tip number 55, choose a goal date for when you want to finish your book and work backward to see when you will need to finish various stages of the writing and editing process. Tip number 56, Block off time in your calendar to write. Tip number 57, set word count goals for yourself and dates for when you will achieve particular word counts. Tip number 58, actually track your progress. You can do that with my free word count tracker spreadsheet when you sign up at saganmorrow.com slash behind the scenes. Tip number 59, be honest with yourself about how long it takes you to write and edit your work. This varies a lot from one person to the next, so be true to what works for you. Tip number 60. Track your time so you know exactly how long it takes you to write a specific number of words. I love using Toggle as my time tracking software. Tip number 61. Identify your time and energy requirements in advance so that you can adjust your schedule accordingly. After all, it's no good if you set aside time for writing, but then don't have the energy to actually do the work. Tip number 62, use energy boosters and creativity boosters to maximize your productivity so that you can get those creative juices flowing and make awesome use of your time. Learn exactly how to do this in my signature program, Productivity Powerhouse at saganmorrow.com powerhouse. Now, here are some courage boosting tips. Tip number 63, look back at what you wrote in the past and compare it to your current work. You will be amazed at how much you have improved, even if on some days it doesn't feel like you're making progress. Tip number 64, 
Give your writing to a very supportive and encouraging loved one and ask for their feedback. They will likely sugarcoat things a little bit, but honestly, that's a good thing at this stage if you really need a confidence boost. You need their kind words to keep your courage up so you keep writing. Tip number 65. Screenshot those kind words and post them where you can easily see them. Tip number 66. Pretend that you are not going to publish your writing or share it with anyone. That will help you channel your creativity with much more flow and you won't be censoring yourself. Sometimes the most magic can occur when you give yourself the freedom to explore that without fears of judgment. So which of these tips was your favorite so far? Post about it on Twitter or Instagram and don't forget to tag me at SaganLives so I can repost it. Now, here are 33 more tips for our curious bookworms. Tips for when you want to read more books. Tip number 67. Set a reading goal for yourself on Goodreads. Tip number 68. Track your progress of reading each book on Goodreads. You can update it with page numbers or percentage of the book, you've, of the book that you've read so far. Tip number 69. Set a timer so that you know you will keep reading until X time. Tip number 70. Commit to reading a certain number of pages in one sitting. Tip number 71. Read at any time, maybe while you're on the treadmill or waiting for the computer to load or the kettle to boil and so on. Tip number 72. Commit to finishing a book before you start a new one. Tip number 73, try to always have one fiction book and one nonfiction book on the go so that you're getting something different on an ongoing basis. Now, here are some tips for supporting indie authors and your author friends. Tip number 74, buy an indie author's books for yourself. Tip number 75, Buy extra copies of an indie author's books and gift them to friends. Tip number 76. Buy an author's merchandise to help promote their work. For example, my polyamorous passions romantic comedy series goes beyond the books. There's merch available as part of that polyamorous passions world. My merch includes an awesome Relationship Rebel t-shirt, which is a shirt that Emma wears in my polyamorous passions series as well as pens that say, make your own rules, which is the tagline for the series. All merch is available at saganmorrow.com shop. Tip number 77, actively use that merch when you buy it. Wear the shirt and post photos of yourself in it and use tote bags at the grocery store, all of those types of things. Tip number 78, Invite authors to share their story or promote themselves on your platform, on your podcast, blog, social media account, and so on. Tip number 79. Email an author to let them know what you like about their books. Tip number 80. Screenshot a favorite scene from a book, post it on social media, and tag the author. Tip number 81. Share an, an indie author's posts on social media. Retweet them. Repost them.
Tip number 82. Tell a friend about an author's work if you think that particular friend would be interested in the book. Tip number 83. Follow indie authors on Goodreads and Bookbubs and Bookbub. I would love to hang out with you on those platforms. Tip number 84. Ask your local bookstore to carry books by an indie author. Tip number 85. Post a photo of a book on social media and tag the author. Tip number 86. Pre-order the author's next book. Pre-ordering is super helpful in boosting that book's ranking. Tip number 87. Tell the author what you liked most about their work so far, or even what you're looking forward to seeing more from them in the future. Tip number 88. Create fan art for an author and tag them. Tip number 89. Only borrow books from a legitimate source like the library rather than pirating books. Please do not pirate books. Tip number 90. Retweet authors anytime they talk about their books on Twitter. Tip number 91. Repost authors when they talk about their books on Instagram. Tip number 92. Commit to giving a star rating and at least a one-sentence review of every single book you read before you start reading a new book. Tip number 93. Rate and review books on Goodreads, BookBub, Amazon, and or Kobo. Tip number 94. Join an author's book launch team to help them spread the word about a new book. Tip number 95. Sign up for a favorite author's newsletter. You can join mine to access sample chapters and more at saganmorrow.com slash behind the scenes. Now, here are a few tips for reviewing books. Tip number 96. Choose one platform to start writing reviews to make it easy on your, easier on yourself rather than reviewing on every single platform right away. Tip number 97. Make it a fun community experience. For example, by posting your reviews on Goodreads so that your friends can see them. Tip number 98. Remember that reviews are totally subjective. Embrace your own style of reviewing books and focus on any aspect of the book that speaks to you. The writing style, the subject matter, the writer's voice, the characters, the plot, the dialogue, the setting, the descriptions, and so on. Have fun with it. Tip number 99. If you are stuck for what to say in your review, use my list of book review prompts in episode 12 of this Indie Author Weekly podcast. Be sure to share on social media about which tip you will implement today. You can tag me on Twitter and Instagram at SaganLives. Okay, now here is our final tip of the day, our 100th tip that applies to indie authors, aspiring authors, and curious bookworms alike in celebration of this amazing milestone of 100 episodes of, of Indie Author Weekly. Tip number 100. Connection matters. As I shared about back in episode 95, stories are so powerful. They can be life-changing for everyone involved. We need connection. We need community in order for more stories to be told, more stories to be read, more stories to be shared. If you are thinking about writing a book, tell someone who will support and encourage you. If you have already written and published a book, ham it up and talk about it on social media. And if you love reading books, 
share about them, especially those hidden gems that not a lot of readers know about, which are often by indie authors, and review them and rate them so that more readers can find those stories too. At any stage of the process, at every stage of the process, connect. Your voice as an author and as a reader means so much. So with that in mind, explore what you can do today to connect, to connect with someone else about a story. And that, my friend, is a wrap for today's episode of Indie Author Weekly. I appreciate you and I am so, so happy that we have connected here on the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Access the show notes for this episode, including all links and additional resources at saganmorrow.com podcast. And please take two minutes to rate and review Indie Author Weekly on Apple Podcasts. I really appreciate your support. Until next week, this is Sagan Morrow signing off the Indie Author Weekly podcast.